on Macquarie Radio NTS. This is What's Cooking with Nerida Conway, bringing you a tasty assortment of all things food and wine. Hello there and thanks for joining us on What's Cooking, Macquarie Radio NTS. I'm Nerida Conway and today I'm going to be catching up with the brilliant restaurateur Jason McLaren-Jones from the Entrecote Restaurant Group. Also our favourite award-winning brewer Glenn Harrison from Temple Brewery to talk all things beer with thanks to Batoki. We're going to be talking about what's hot and what's not in Los Angeles with our LA correspondent, how cool does that sound, Derek Williams. And also we've got Ian Curley coming in to answer your curly questions thanks to Caulfield Spring Racing Carnival. This is Macquarie Radio NTS, What's Cooking with Nerida Conway. What's new with Nerida Conway. And you're with Nerida Conway on What's Cooking Macquarie Radio NTS. Now, have you ever had the pleasure of eating at Melbourne's Entrecote restaurant? Well, I have. I think I've got almost a gold medal in uh, steak frits (laughs) eating there. It's amazing. Really, really delicious. And I'd really love you all to meet the owner of not just Entrecote, but a plethora, I'm going to say, of places all over Melbourne, Jason McLaren-Jones. Hi, Jase. Hi, Nerida. Good morning. How are you? Very good. (laughs) Now, I need to ask you, first of all, what restaurants you have an interest in slash own slash work with? Uh, Well... Today. Today. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> and I've also got Ian Curley that I've... How are you, Ian? I'm, I'm very well. <laughs> oh, yeah, in the corner. I, I, I want to be a restaurateur. I've, well, I've dragged Ian in because I thought, you know, he's always got two cents to add. I, I, I want to I, I get some tips. As the, oh, right, yeah, sure. Different restaurants That's right, that we all want tips. Yeah. So, yeah, tell us about the restaurants that you own. Uh, so, really, at the moment, I'm, I'm really just concentrating on the Entrecote brand. Um, yes. Obviously, we've got uh, South Yarra and we've got The City, which we've just launched a couple of weeks back. Cafes, I think I've still got a, yeah, a bit of interest in a couple of the cafes, including Poor Jim, Mr. Jones and the Stables of Como and so. Okay. Um, concentrating on the Entrecote, we've also just opened a new cafe out in Eltham in the Sticks. Yes, uh, gorgeous. It is quite gorgeous. A bit yeah. country out there. Very country, but I'm yeah. a country boy, so I'm used to it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Where are you from? Gippsland, originally. Oh, really? Whereabouts yeah. in Gippsland? Oh, a little town called Mafra. Okay. Oh, yeah, they make cheese beautiful. out of Mafra. They yeah. make good cheese yeah, out of Mafra. Yeah, it's good. Okay. Very good, actually. Restful. Just made a brie, which is fantastic as well. Well, Eltham is just glorious now. And it's quite trendy, actually. It is. Why Eltham? One of the girls that um, I've gone into business with, into partnership with, uh, Catherine, she worked for me um, at Porgy Mr. Jones, the manager, for a couple of years. Yeah. Out there, it's there's not a lot of options in, mm. in that sort of what we've done out there, especially. Yeah. Uh, uh, Eltham, it's, I think it might be where the cafe market might have been 10 years ago in, in a five-kilometre radius in yeah. Melbourne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and sort of, so we're sort of bringing a bit of urban uh, style out to the, um, like the sticks. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's I can't cool. wait to go and see it. I've heard it. I've seen photos. It looks beautiful. You've got such an amazing way with style. Gorgeous. My partner, he, he does all that style. Oh, is, he, is he the Yeah, he's the interior designer. Okay. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, well, oh, you excellent. know what? Yeah. You could have claimed credit. I wouldn't have known. Oh, well, usually I do, actually. That's <laughs> well, just that he might hear me, so I have to give him some credit. <laughs> yeah, we should have just got <laughs> So, Jace, how did you get into this business in the first place? Are you a trained chef? I am, yeah. From the age of 11, I started working at a, play, a chef at restaurant in Gippsland called Powers Court. Um, is that how they roll in Mafra? It is pretty much. 11-year-olds slave, working? Slave labor. <laughs> no, I was actually a resident pianist there, would you believe? Really? Yeah, every you Friday and Saturday night, yeah. That's amazing. And then the age of 14, I started doing my apprenticeship uh, after school there. Wow. And then 17, I opened my first restaurant with no ego called Jason's. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> At 17, oh my gosh, the rest it. of us were At just 17. kind of trying yeah. to sneak into it. nightclubs. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, I was still sneaking into nightclubs. <laughs> Don't worry. I love that. 17. Okay, and then what happened? Uh, so I had that for a fair few years. 21, I sold that and thought I was a millionaire. 
And about six months later, I thought I'd better open something else because yeah. I ran out of money. Yeah. And yeah, just have had restaurants ever since, uh, mostly in Gippsland. Moved up to Melbourne about 10 years ago and, uh, okay. and started up in Melbourne. Now, yeah. have you had any epic fails? And I'm talking, I don't, you don't need to name names or be specific, but the thing, the of reason course. I ask you this is that at the beginning of our show today, we interviewed Matt Kemp in Sydney, mm-hmm. who had, who's had multiple restaurants and now he actually doesn't, uh, he has a, a share, but he's sort of taken a bit of a back seat. But people write into us all the time and say, um, I'm a really good cook. I really like to open a restaurant because I mm. do really good pies. That and old chest up. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And um, how do I open a restaurant? And mm. my standard response is, well, take all the money out of the bank and <laughs> flush yeah. it down the toilet. That's right, yeah. But have you, I guess people could easily look at you and say, oh, you make it look so seamless and so easy. And obviously it's just a piece of cake. I mean, have you had any kind of negative yeah, experiences? Yeah, I had a uh, fish and chip shop uh, down in Gippsland. Mm. A bit ahead of my time. It was called F&C. Okay. Um, <laughs> I bet that would have gone down well. Yeah, that went down well in the yeah, country. I Good Catholic boy opening <laughs> yeah. a fish and shop. It meant fussy customers, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it did mean fish and chips, but we introduced um, a thing called sushi uh, down there, and yeah. that really threw sale into, the, um, yeah. into, <laughs> into a spin. Uh, into a spin, yeah. Uh, that was a bit of a fail. Yep. Okay. Yep, definitely had a fail. And so what are, the, what are some of the hardest things for you about, you know, this business? What do you uh, find challenging? Staffing. Yeah, staffing is mm. our hardest. Um, As in costs or finding them or both? Both. Yeah, both. Yeah. It's, um, it's... Very, it's getting harder and harder. Yeah. Okay, why is that? Uh, people, don't, people are not seeing it as a, as a um, career as such these days, yeah. as they were 10, 15 years ago. And also, um, Generation Y don't mm. particularly want to work. I see a lot of people just coming in now. It's a way of making money, and then they'll do this, and then they'll say, oh, you know what, I'm going to... I'll trade off soon and on to the next thing. Yeah, mm. yeah. yeah, you find that too. And they're, they're in, and especially backpackers or travellers, they come over. Uh, they don't want to work that hard. Mm. And it, you know, it's it, it's such a shame in this industry. Yeah, but, you know, especially with places like Entrecot, where you rely on good people who want to work hard for for good things. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's um, we, we've sort of now realised that we're employing an older, um, yeah. an older sort of staffing now because. They turn up. They're yeah. not. They're not um, off their face when they rock up to work. Yeah. The best thing ever is a, a, a chef who's with his partner and they've just had a baby and they're they're going for a mortgage. Mm. It's exceptional, <laughs> you know. Um, now, Entrecot is very very popular for its steak frites. Now, how did you come up with the whole concept of this? Because I know that you went on a very lovely holiday. Well, Paris to is probably one of my favourite places Paris. in the world, but it's not really a, a new concept. I've completely ripped it from um, L'Entrecote um, in, uh, in Paris. Borrowed it. Yeah, borrowed it. Yeah, borrowed, let's call yeah. it borrowed. Mm-hmm. The good thing is um, you paid homage with the name. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. That's right. Um, when I first went to Paris about 10 years ago, Everyone said they must try it, go out to this place, and I thought not oh, just a tourist thing. But the funny thing is, it is definitely a tourist thing over there. But it's um, it's all the locals go there as well. So it's um, and it's just they serve one dish only, and that's steak fritz um, with Which one is, sauce. Which is explain that to our listeners. Steak fritz is, uh, funnily enough, a, a cut of steak and uh, and chips. Yeah. Ah, uh, and I tell you what, the green sauce. What's it called? Uh, it's a herb sauce. butter sauce. Yeah. Yeah. It's a herb butter sauce that's on the steak. And let me tell you, you just want to lick the plate. It is so ridiculously delicious. Yeah, yeah there's about 19 yeah. ingredients yeah, in it. Right. Yeah, it's quite oh, a, So I yeah. can't. So are you going to share the recipe with me? No, it's just won't. me. No. no one else is listening. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> is it a top secret recipe? It is, yes. Yeah, it is. Okay. We actually only have two chefs to do the sauce. So, yeah, okay, good. well, do I have to go and suck up to them or what's the deal? How do I get it? Will you open many more? <laughs> you know what? Don't I love subject. that. Thanks for the interruption. No, no, no. Yeah. I'm yeah, gonna. What great. about if I turn up with my container? 
Can they? For you, darling, of course. <laughs> it's so delicious. Yeah. I can't recommend it We've highly done enough. done it for a few people. Well, actually, oh, that's great. Yeah. So delicious. Uh, many more. Yeah, actually, we're looking um, east at the yeah. moment, okay. and um, I've been looking at sort of sites in Sydney as well. Okay. Yeah. That's good. Good yeah. idea. I think you need to do an entrecote in Sydney and Brisbane. That's my yeah. little tip for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Business 101, Jase. Will you be able to keep it that simple, though? The thing well, that scares yeah. me most about restaurants is it used to be exotic when you used to do risotto and and that. I think with entrecote, I, I get scared that there's going to be a big wall of cabinets and all of a sudden they're going to do different steaks and all of a sudden there's going to be more. Yeah, no, know. we'll never change the concept. Okay, good. Um, good. Each each venue, I mean, for example, the city we've we've done a seafood um, yeah. bar, so yeah. um, we've got you know we're doing the fruit demur, um yeah. platters and and, and so yeah. um, that's really the only change, but they'll only ever. Be one main course, okay. which is the um, oh well, we do actually. Yeah. I say that we do a vegetarian we do, and we do a, a fish, um, yeah. a secret dish. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, but we you know ninety nine percent of the um, and that's you do it and you do it well, and that's the well, whole yeah, point. Yeah. And the hardest part is consistency. Keeping yeah, one yeah. dish consistent yeah. is an incredibly yeah. hard thing. You'd think oh, it'd be the imagine. easiest thing in the world, but it's actually and you're one for of the hardest things in the world. We do breakfast, full yeah. breakfast all day. Yeah, yeah we're open. Great. Service continues 7 a.m. till midnight every day of the year. Yeah. yeah. So I, I noticed that when I was le- leaving the other day, I was going, they're queuing up for breakfast. I thought, that, that that's exceptional. And yeah. if you think about mm. what's been in that building. Uh, oh, yeah. Lynch's. For city. Oh, Lynch's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. And I think that, that that's cr- Full credit to you. For yeah. That. Well done. Now it's you a don't great take site. bookings? Uh, we don't take bookings, no. For any of the uh, place no. Nelson as well? Uh, we, we take bookings. We have um, one table over eight. We can do a booking. And then we have a private dining room in South Yarra for 14. Okay, so we do take know. bookings for that. But um, okay. but we're actually about to launch um, the, the most exclusive. T- we're calling it the most exclusive table in Melbourne. I'm sure it's not. <laughs> but it, we're, we're launching um, a table of four on the balcony at uh, Entrecot in South Yarra. Oh, and and it's so gorgeous. Everyone who's listening, you need to... Go and have a look. It is absolutely stunning. And tell me about that, the balcony. You just go uh, up there and... Yeah, well, the idea is that it's an exclusive table. It's yours for the night. And, have your champagne. Um, yeah, it looks out over the garden, the botanic, the beautiful botanic gardens. And uh, it's okay. quite a... Cause, and you can book that. You'll be able to book that online, actually. So, Great. Yeah, look out for that. But well, I have to say, I, I am. Think we ins- should book. I am inspired by the likes of um, you, Ian, and, and Con. Your places are just... They absolutely inspire me. No, it's like a little love fest, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> that Siglo's a, a death yeah. trap for me. Yeah, that's, that's oh, that place. Oh, I don't Siglo. even go up there anymore. Oh. Connell says to me, "Have you been up to Siglo and seen what's going on?" I'm like, hmm. "No, my relationship means more to me." Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yes, yeah. And I think we've all had a few kind of very, very, very early yeah. mornings yeah. slash late nights. But, at yeah, Siglo. they're not even called late nights there, are they? No. They're definitely no. called early mornings. Now, just one more quick question. So I'm still wanting to go on about this beautiful design idea because, um, you know, entrecots are just, oh, they're just stunning. All the little bits and pieces. So when you sit down with your partner um, and you kind of say to him, I'll let you have some steak if you do up (laughs) a nice design and I'll make the sauce extra specially nice. Um, What if he comes to you with concepts that you don't like? Like how does that work given that he's your partner? He wouldn't do it. Does it get a bit nasty? (laughs) (laughs) Nah. It's luckily I've got a fair. Um, I've done most of the fit outs in my own places okay. as well, so I have a fair. Um, so you know I have what a you design. Like. Yeah. So together we work on it. Um, okay. And you know we we don't want it to be anything serious. We want it to be like a like a bit of a piss take on a French bistro. It's it's yeah. never meant to be anything serious. You yeah. know, we've got red velvets and green velvets, and it's it's just you know, gold. Yeah, it's good and lots of brass. Yeah. Yeah. And where do you get all the bits and pieces from? Uh, a bit of a hoarder. Yes. Are you? Definitely. So your a house. <laughs> 
Uh, well, the house is quite minimal, <laughs> thanks to him. But I certainly have storage sheds full of crap. So Really? Can Ooh. I come and have a look? Yeah, they're pretty I want to raid your cupboard. <laughs> yeah, we've got them as well. So, oh, yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much, Jason McLaren-Jones, for joining us today on What's a Cooking. Pleasure.